Yes, generals, welcome to the One Graham Army Podcast, formerly Sports with a capital F, moving right along. Sitting in here with me today for this audio-only extravaganza, host of Pod Caviar, yes. Tony Baltimore. What's yes. going on, General? Uh, it's another beautiful day, man. I'm glad to be here. Um, Survived another Saturday of wild um, drinking and all sorts of things. Man, so. I'm, yeah, you know what, though? I'm, gl- I'm always glad to hear... Yeah, you're living it to the fullest, though. Yeah, I have to, yeah. you know. Some, I mean, some. Sometimes when you're living it to the fullest, you can go, "Is this what I'm supposed to be doing?" Right. Let me tell you, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But so yes, and welcome. Um, I wanted to begin this podcast with a little bit of positivity. As I said, this was formerly the Sports with a Capital F podcast, uh, but I got a very kind call from a fellow podcaster, host of the I Say That to Say This podcast, Mr. Kingbo Christ. Uh, when he heard of the rebrand, mm-hmm. he uh, wanted to weigh in, and I wanted to play our listeners the uh, what he had to say. All right. Let's get straight to it. This is Kingbo Christ. Call it into the One Gram Army podcast. And you know what I got to say? Big salute for me because it just fits. It, ro- it rolls off so smooth. And let me tell you, there's a new season amongst us. As you know, I recently transitioned my podcast. So when I heard that you were transitioning yours, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm on the right track. Let me tell you, Graham, you're doing a great thing. And uh, as a... Uh, as a creative, I respect your creative process, and I have to say, from my point of view, you are absolutely 100% on the right path. I'm proud of you. The I say that to say this audience is proud of you. The I say that to say this family is proud of you. And uh, that's just about it, man. Keep up the great work. I'm here for you. Have a day you deserve. Yeah, see, and how, isn't that nice? Yeah, it That's is. very nice. And it also a, a big shout out and a lot of love to King Bo Christ because I know that he goes through creatively a lot of the same uh, processes that I do without without too much doing a podcast about podcasts. He recently restructured his own podcast, the I Say That to Say This podcast, which for listeners who remember uh, this when it was the Sports with a Capital F podcast way back two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, it seems like forever ago. We've, I've been affiliated with King Bo Christ uh, since the mid-40s of episodes, I think. Maybe even mm-hmm. the late 30s of episodes. Mm-hmm. And his podcast has always been more thoughtful and mm-hmm. well-constructed than my own. But he did recently restructure his podcast where he has a uh, he has a, a woman, Samara Fox, and his buddy, Gunsmoke the Don, do the podcast with him now. Mm-hmm. Sort of like a breakfast club uh, vibe without all of the weird corporate dick writing that right. is right. associated with oh, that yeah. kind of thing. So I definitely want to use this opportunity to tell him, thank you, sir. Hell yeah. And definitely I have enjoyed every second of the rebrand or the restructuring of your own podcast. So thank you for very much for those kind words. Yeah, a- yeah. Absolutely. Thank you very, very much for those kind words. It's good to hear everybody staying motivated mm-hmm. and not quitting. Yourself included, sir. Oh, While yeah. we're in here hugging each other. You know, <laughs> you, you, know you and Pod Caviar, yeah. I encourage everybody to check out the first season of Pod Caviar. Yeah. yeah because yeah. Tony's doing his podcast in seasons. Mm-hmm. He's a very busy man. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's a great thing. Yes, season one just wrapped up. It's uh, ten episodes of of amazing content, you know. And uh, season two, we're gonna just keep doing big things and just gonna build on and just keep going. Yeah, absolutely. You can look forward to us working together quite a bit. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Without without question. Mm -hmm. uh, But yeah, again, thank you to Kingbo Christ for those kind words. And actually, as a shout out to Kingbo Christ, I would like to use a clip from his very own podcast, episode 57 of the I Say That to Say This podcast. Now that he has this new dynamic with these more people involved, Mm -hmm. it definitely feels more personable. And um, but, you know, I'm going to let you listen to this clip of uh, his co one of his co-hosts, Gunsmoke the Don. Okay, complaining largely about his uh inability mm-hmm. to get late okay right yeah some he's got he's something standing in his own way okay and uh we'll we'll hear a little bit of that <laughs> but did carlton i'm sorry did bo and i that's fine not stand here like a paparazzi taking pictures of you to create a Tinder account to get you some (laughs) pussy and then did you do it? No, because the pictures didn't come out good. The pictures look like shit. I gotta lose weight to get pictures. But but you're in your own way. Because if you don't go for something, you will not get it. Closed mouths don't get fed on any boulevard. Mm, If you do not ask for something, you will not receive it. So you know what? Stand in the mirror and take a bunch of selfies until it's till your heart you can, do, heart's content. Okay. <laughs> yeah, look up. Let me tell you something. You are the weight you are. You are the size you are. Yeah, I don't like it. It's well, not, you know what? Like how often do you go to the gym? I haven't been to the gym in ten years. Yeah, I definitely want well, shit. Uh, uh, to, I mean, to pause here for a moment. <laughs> right. I want people to focus not on her encouragement, but on his excuses. Exactly. That's what's going to lead us where we're going. <laughs> you know what? How often do you go to the gym? I haven't been to the gym in 10 years. Right. So what do you do to change your reality? It's all within it's your hard, hands. It's hard, man. It's not that easy, man. How, you can't tell me that. I lost over 100 pounds. You can't tell I've me that. I've done it before, too, and it's hard. Okay. So why don't you go to a bariatric surgeon oh, and shit. see if you can... Um, no, yeah. I'm not talking about a plastic surgeon. Silly you can go yeah. get... Um, <laughs> in a hotel I got killed. killed. A bariatric surgeon does things like gastric exclusive. bypass, yeah. a gastric sleeve, a lap band. I don't even think I'm healthy enough for that. I'll probably die in a fucking hotel room. Right, so here's the thing. So, I mean, from that... I mean, holy shit. Right? You're right. You can certainly gather from that that he... First of all, it's very entertaining, but also that... There is a laundry list of excuses there, mm-hmm. right? Which dovetails nicely into what I wanted to discuss in mm-hmm. the first half of this episode. And that is the emergence of incels. Yes. You know, a lot of people are probably familiar with the van attack in Toronto. Right. Where I think, and I think like most people, when I first heard the story, I was like, God damn it. It's, an, it's a, excuse me. It's an Islamic terrorist issue. It's some sort of, you know, this is going to yeah. be some kind of attack. Oh, yeah. On that's, a Western world. By, that's number one. Anything, Tom, something right. that happens. You assume you know. it's someone who's from Canada who's mm-hmm. been radicalized. converted, right. radicalized, exactly, yeah. by the internet yeah. to carry out this attack. Turns out it's a guy who's a part of a group of people on the internet called incels, which stands for the involuntarily celibate. Mm-hmm. Who are dudes mm-hmm. who don't get laid, who 
are are now terrorists. Yeah, and it turns out there have been more violent acts in the past. There have been. Um, there was a uh, there was a guy who um, I can't remember his name, but uh, he did a shooting, and then there was another guy who shot up a Gold's Gym. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all because the, their whole mindset is they can't get laid and it's not their fault. It's society's fault. Correct. And um, I know we talked about nice guys before. We did. Yeah. But the incels, the nice guys and the red pillars, they are they are closely related. See, that's interesting. Now, mm-hmm. quickly, if you could explain what nice guys and red pillars are. I'm sorry, These are subreddits, right? Yes, yes. Um, a lot of this is, um, uh, they have subreddits for, if you're not familiar with Reddit, Reddit is a great website full of um, smaller forms, so to speak. Right. Um, they had one called, they had one for incels. It got shut down, but they rebranded it, renamed it, right. and it's something else. It's called the um, One Graham Army Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. And, um, I'm kidding. They, I they, they rebranded that, but they still have nice guys, and they still have the uh, the red pill, which is a um, – and just to not be long-winded about it, nice guys are guys who think that opening doors and being um, – and doing the whole uh, – what is it? The um, Chivalrous. Chivalrous, yeah, yeah. They think that just because they're like that, then women should uh, give them sex. Right. But – they get mad because they don't get sex because of their chivalrous ways and that they blame women for always going after the asshole. Okay. And now seeing that, that sounds very like a very sound explanation, but the red pillars, the red pillars are more extreme than nice guys, but not as extreme as incel. Uh, They feel as though um, their, their whole world is surrounded by pickup lines and what's called negging, which is something that, um, it, it worked in elementary school where you would like a girl, so you'd yeah, be mean throw to her. Rocks at them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was your way of of letting her know that you you like her, and they th- they feel like um, the pickup artist, the you know the pickup lines and the naking. That's the way to go. So, okay. so basically, um, like sort of a community of frat boy douchebags. Pretty much, in a sense. Pretty much, yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I hadn't I hadn't heard of uh, red pillars. I know we had spoken about nice guys before, but mm-hmm. it sounds to me though, like you said, that they, some of these are one and the same. I have to imagine there's a great deal of crossover. There is like that Venn diagram is mostly the middle, mm-hmm. probably of some kind. It is because there's probably a lot of douchebag people who do negging out there mm-hmm. who also can't make that work, mm-hmm. and they're already doing it because they hate women. Right. 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 But so maybe there's a large community of those people where that doesn't work. So yeah. if you find yourself as someone who identifies as an involuntary celibate, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you fell into one of those groups before and then you get radicalized and, and you become know, that it, weird. It, and it, and it, you know what? When you become an incel, it is being radicalized because these guys have done terrorist attacks. And the reason why they're not labeled as terrorists is because it's not the the terrorist has to be um something religious for some reason yeah right yeah you know radical islamic terrorists but at the same time um if you get in the van and you run people over if you go get in your car and you shoot people up if you go in the gym and you shoot people up because you're not getting laid in isn't that ideological terrorism it is it is because it's not it's not a um Remember back in the 90s where um, it was called, the joke was, you know, going postal because a lot of postal right. workers would shoot up yep. the place when they yeah. got fired. The X-Files did an episode about it. Exactly. Yeah. That's rage because you lost your job. Right. 
some sort of crime of passion. Exactly. And the way that I, and I've done a lot of research on this, for me, you start off as a nice guy. You're not getting laid. You do all this chivalrous shit. Mm-hmm. And then you see the girls that you like who are outside of your league. And then they go after the asshole or chads or what they call Chad Thundercocks. Yeah, no, I swear to God. No, I'm aware of that, <laughs> that designation. But listeners may not be. That right. That, within that community, right. people who have sex are called Chad Thundercocks. Yes. So is, so you start off as a nice guy. As and a guy who's gotten laid, calling me that is absurd. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, thank you. you but you, yeah, exactly. Accurate. You you thought you start off there, and then you go to the red pill with the pickup line, the pickup artist, and all this shit, and then you start the nagging, and then if that doesn't work, then you go down to the incel. The incel is very, very, very. They are very extreme in their beliefs, so much so that they believe that um, women they 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 uh, actually approve of rape. They approve of marrying girls who are under 18. See, this is why I wanted you to get in on this because yeah. you've read the Reddits. Oh, yeah. And I have just saw yeah. the news. And it's very sickening. They actually believe in getting young girls and then training them to love older men because they feel as though society owes them sex. Women owe them sex. And it's their right to have sex and then um, procreate and that women don't have a right. How horrifying to is say the concept that. that some of these men may be fathers of daughters? It is very, very horrifying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or are people who wield influence? I'll say yeah. something about the uh, gentleman who con- committed that act in Toronto. Mm-hmm. You know, before listeners get the wrong idea, if this is a new concept, you've done no research on it. The gentleman that ran those people over in uh, Toronto, mm-hmm. look, he looked like David Duchovny or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? He looked like, uh, yeah. uh, you know, he was like a regular, like kind of handsome looking white dude right. with a really good job wearing a suit. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And that's a that's a demographic of human being that should very easily be able to have meaningless sex. Right. Do you get what I mean? Right. Like there is a, there is an army Mm -hmm. of women that exists in the Western world. Excuse me. And I'm assuming globally Mm -hmm. who would jump on a dude's jock the moment he had anything. Right. You know what I mean? And it is all relative. Right. If you have nothing and he has something, Mm -hmm. then he has something I mean, most normal human beings have exploited that fact oh, yeah. to have sex. Right. Probably since caveman days. Uh-huh. Like, don't pay attention to the dude with the cave that never floods. I have a cave. Look at all these dudes you hang out with. They don't even have a cave. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It has. It goes way back. You can find a lane. Yeah. Even if you're a dude without a cave, you're like, I got this little patch of land exactly. that only gets wet half the time. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it goes way back to the fact that like if you're a regular normal looking person who provides for themselves, mm-hmm. you should accidentally have sex about five times a year. Oh, yeah. You know, a lot of things, um, something else that needs to be said is that a lot of these guys will not go for the on on a um on a scale of let's say the scale of attractiveness from one to ten. They will not go for anything from one to five. They all want five or above mostly nines and tens probably of a very similar description Mm -hmm. and this is what this is what got me thinking about this incel thing right Mm -hmm. because it i think it's part of a larger problem with the internet Mm -hmm. where the internet allows people with mental illnesses yes to gather together Mm -hmm. and determine that they are some sort of group of marginalized people right 
because they all have similar mental defects. That's exactly what it is. And I don't want anybody to take that way out of context, mm-hmm. right? Although it does apply to the far left and the far right of the political spectrum. Oh, yeah. I don't want anybody to take that out of context. There are tons of groups of people on the internet, these incels included, mm-hmm. who are people with... These people have serious mental problems. They do. That's why I mentioned that probably their beef with women and the reason they're seeking out these women of very specific descriptions mm-hmm. is because they're mentally ill like sadists. They're right. they're essentially serial killers, mm-hmm. right, who have not crossed the boundary or right. who weren't quite abused enough right. as children to be serial killers. That's true. It's a group worth keeping an eye on. Do you, do you understand my logic? I here, do. Right? I do. And, and it's a very valid logic because there is a lot of, there's some serial killers who fit into the incel mentality. And like you said, a lot of these guys, they just tough on the internet. But it is a sickness. When you get to the point to where you approve of rape, when you when you approve of of getting a a, a young lady who is under eighteen and then groom they call it grooming which yeah. is just a disgusting that's term a, that's a pedophile term it is and it really is yeah. and that's what they approve of and this isn't speculation you can go online right now and look up Reddit or well that's or what I was any, happy to any, have you here today because yeah, yeah. I knew you had read the oh Reddits, yeah yeah you know what I mean and there's just I mean it is example after example after example there's a lot you know what I was on um the nice guy subreddit. There was a post, and it got a lot of attention. There was a guy who worked in an office with a girl. He kept a journal, and he wrote every day his thoughts about how she, um, what they were going to do. In his mind, he had convinced himself that they were going to be together, and it was their destiny. So every day, he wrote down what she was wearing at the top, and then how she looked in it, and then what his thoughts were about how she acted and everything. And he was probably involved in one of these, he was someone in one of these incel forums, correct? I don't know whether he was, but... but it's certainly um, a pattern of that behavior. Yeah, he did have a pattern of that behavior. He actually ended up... Um, she she left that office and then she went to another office and he got absolutely outraged about it. He ended up getting her address from HR department. He showed up to her house. She wasn't there because she left to start her new life to get it set up in her new city. Mm-hmm. So um, he had like flowers and he had his journal and everything. And then um, somebody called the cops because he was sitting outside of her house for days in his car waiting for her to come back. He left. He mailed all of that stuff to her. And um, the 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 outcome was he ended up going to prison, and uh, the person who gave him the address from HR got fired. But if you go through and read it, when I say it was absolutely sickening and shocking, right? It's like witnessing the descent into madness. I'm sure it definitely was because it was it was everything from. Why are you talking to this other dude? You know, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? You should be with me. And then it it went from how he doesn't. How he tries not to masturbate, but he does it and he thinks about her and everything. It was just, it was crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think something like that probably too speaks to the reality of these incels and how they would deal with a relationship would they find themselves in one. Right. And I have to imagine that some of these incels too have sexual encounters with women, Mm -hmm. but they don't quite fit the bill you know right. it's, it's a ted bundy situation you yeah. know and, and people who aren't familiar with ted bundy as a serial killer it's a very long story right and ted bundy was like a handsome normal looking dude he was who preyed on college women mm-hmm. and murdered probably hundreds a of people. lot of people yes. you know what i mean i mean it's just impossible to say what he did he was so charismatic 
to the point that the judge that convicted him mm-hmm. was like, it's a real shame that you're, you know, that you're in the situation you are because you're a right. very articulate, smart young man. And he was. And I could have used someone like you if you were, you yeah. know. And he trails off instead of being like, oh, we're a guy who mutilated hundreds of women. Exactly. Right. So you look at Ted Bundy. Mm-hmm. He's not an incel. Right. He's a guy who was attracted to one single kind of woman, and that was the woman he was going to get. He just didn't confuse that weird drive with that women don't like me. Yeah. And that's what's scary about the incel thing is that it's like this whole community of people Mm -hmm. who have not figured out a way to exercise this weird. desire mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. because like i said like the guy who got killed who killed those people in toronto you know uh, before you reminded me that they have these weird perspectives on what women they should be dating he was fine yeah you know what I mean? he was fine he was a normal looking dude right should have been able to go to bars you know and i don't give a fuck like if you're if you're well off and you're not objectively funny looking right. you can't you can't even fuck that up by saying the wrong thing too many right. times right you know what I mean? You're clearly like a very sick individual. Mm-hmm. It's a mental. It's a it's it's a mental health issue mm-hmm. more than anything. Yeah, you it is. I mean? It is. And when you decide to go down that road, then that's where you end up at. You either end up on Reddit or on some other forum, and you you're talking about the things that that you you're pass, you're passing the blame on yeah. society instead and of looking at yourself. And how many people graduate from those groups to, I you know. Mm-hmm. I kill that single lady down the street that looks like my mom. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of them. Super horrifying. Mm-hmm. Undoubtedly. And, it's gonna, and I think that's going to keep happening, unfortunately. Undoubtedly. Because Undoubtedly. they. Uh, well, they, now they've made a name for themselves. Now they have a martyr. And eventually, well, they don't even have a martyr. This guy kind of pussied out. Well, no, they do have a martyr. I can't remember his name. Um, oh, yeah. Let's we won't. Let's not look it up. Yeah. Why? Why? But I do know what you're saying. Yeah. 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 And that I guy forgot. wasn't even ugly either. But, you know, yeah. that 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 is their yeah. martyr it's a that weird is their... group hatred of women yeah but it's so- it sounds like the behavior of sociopaths mm-hmm. it's sociopathic mm-hmm. psycho behavior right but it's right. a group of people it's just, it's on a, the internet who gave themselves a name it's a bunch of guys who can't take rejection right everybody exactly. crashes and burns and Look, so I'm, I'm single right now i crash and burn all the time that's what you do <laughs> listen listen fellas if you're listening and ladies will agree uh being single is baseball it is okay. A a guy who hits three hundred mm-hmm. for his entire major league career, yeah, is a hall of famer. Yep. You hit three hundred as a single dude, you're a hall of famer. Yeah. And that's reality. I don't fuck who you are, unless mm-hmm. you are unless you are some sort of famous person who has women curated for your existence. Exactly. If you're a relatively normal looking dude, you're mm-hmm. doing awesome. Yeah. At three hundred. Yes. Three out of ten. Exactly. Murder in the game. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you hit three out of ten for a good stretch, and you have like a one point seven five year mm-hmm. or a point one seven five year, mm-hmm. you know, you hit one seventy five. That's pretty acceptable. It is. It is. Great players have slumps. A lot of it is down to personality. Yeah. You got a personality. You can make them laugh. You're relatable. You're not a fucking hermit crab. You yeah. know. If, you can, can you fucking put, can you put the bat on the ball? Yeah. That's all. That's all you got to do. Yeah. 
But so yeah, I was glad to have this conversation about oh, yeah. this insane yeah. insults. And we could go on for this like for rabbits. I mean, oh my no, god, it is. We'll save a little bit because you know what I guarantee you? Uh-huh. This is going to come back up in the news. It will. And this is the end of that. Mm-hmm. But I definitely, I think we walked that down. Did you have anything else you wanted to add about that before uh, we go to break? No, no, no. We can go to break. I yeah. mean, it's just a, it, it's just a crazy thing, man. No. We need to save this for a, a rabbit hole series because we can get really deep no, into we'll this go, shit. We'll, we'll go all the way deep on it yeah. when you start back on podcast. Oh, yeah. Caviar. yeah. But I definitely wanted to at least point out that people should look at other groups of people on the internet. Oh, yeah. Who have been legitimized as groups mm-hmm. who are actually people mm-hmm. with serious mental illnesses. Yeah. See also people who smell farts. And I think yeah. that'll take us right to break, sir. Yep. Hey guys, it's Tony from Pod Caviar. I just want to let you know that Pod Caviar is a great podcast that is available on many uh, major podcast streaming services like iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and uh, Libsyn. This is where conspiracy and current events collide, and intelligence and ignorance divide. It's Pod Caviar. Check it out. Check it out. Subscribe now. Recording now, and then I'll fucking I'll delete the first part of this <laughs> until I get back to wherever the fuck we were going with this. All right, so or right, um, hold on. all right, we're back for the third half of the One Graham Army podcast. I'm here with Tony Wall, creator Boom. of Pod Caviar, Boom. and I think that what we're gonna do here for this last part of the episode i was gonna do a freak out but pretty much the whole first part of the podcast is one giant freak yes out. it was so maybe we could get a little bit more lighthearted here yeah and i think what we're gonna do is tony has a book yes. called blah blah uh-huh. uh, could you read the title of that book blah blah 600 incredibly useless but fantastic quotes someone to quote when you have nothing else to say. Man, that sounds a lot like the end of this podcast. So yeah. what we're going to do is we're going to read five or six quotes. And Tony is going to read these quotes uh, in character. Yes. As much as, as I can. As much as yeah. he can as yeah. the person who said the quote in an effort to <laughs> help me guess who may have said it. Yeah. And I think this will be a fun exercise. So go take it away, General. All right. Number one. I don't know the key to success. <laughs> but the key to failure is trying to please everybody. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well, yeah, obviously that was Bill Clinton. No, I'm sure. <laughs> That was a phenomenal Bill Cosby impression, sir. And you know what's great about that book is there may be more gems in there like that. Yes. Where, yes. you know, because clearly Bill Cosby was not super concerned with pleasing everybody. No. no. Definitely more concerned with pleasing himself than probably oh, yeah. anybody. Oh, yeah. All right. So what's the next? <laughs> Beautiful, Let's sir. Con- congratulations. Let's see. This number two, he's an artist. All right. Happiness isn't getting what you want. It's wanting what you got. Johnny Cash? Mm-mm. Uh, he's an artist. Like mm-hmm. a painting artist? Oh, no. He's a uh, country music artist. Um, it's not Johnny Cash. No, it's not Johnny Cash. Um, 
Waylon Jennings? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, give it to you. Garth Brooks. Oh, God. You should have read it much creepier than that. Are you right. familiar with Garth Brooks' weird G-Studio announcements to the world? No. It's pretty insane, though, and I encourage people to dig around the internet for those because, right. as we just learned, he has seemed to have scrubbed the internet yeah. of his creepier <laughs> uh, videos. But if you follow Wheeler Walker Jr. on any social media, he generally pounces all over Garth Brooks' creepy insertion into pop that culture. unbelievably weird. Yeah, he's an unbelievably weird dude. Sorry, I didn't mean he to slow is. things down. Let's yeah. hear the next quote. All right. Number three. This is going to be a giveaway, but it's still awesome. Here we go. <clears throat> I'm not Jacko. <laughs> I'm Jackson. Wacko Jacko? Where did that come from? Some English tabloid? I have a heart and I have feelings. I feel that when you do that to me, it's not nice. That was deep, poetic, clearly the words of a man who has written many hit records. Uh, I believe that was uh, the Queen of England. Stop laughing, Tito. (laughs) (laughs) That's a given. Definitely. You did great, though, on that, Michael Jackson. Thank you. That was fantastic. All right. Here's one more, pick, one more. One more. One, oh, this one is going to be awesome. Right. Here we go. As long as you're going to be thinking anyway, think big. Uh, Robert De Niro. No. Marlon Brando. Mm-mm. Al Pacino. Oh no. All right, I give up. This is the current president of the United States of America, Donald Trump. Yeah, absolutely. A man who could certainly pass for mm-hmm. any one of those gentlemen. Let oh, me, yeah. Let me get one of those in real quick Here before we, we close this thing out. Because if anybody's still sticking with us, they're like, hey, this quotes thing is gold. Yes. I love this quotes It thing. is amazing. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Uh, you got to uh, think big. I'm, well, I gotta, he, he does the best thinking. Nobody find, thinks as big as him. I got to find somebody who was, uh, you know, well, that's weird. Okay, <clears throat> here's a very difficult one. You ready? Oh shit! Yes, yeah, go. When I um, when I'm no longer rapping, I want to open up an ice cream parlor and call myself Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> this book is a fucking goldmine. What? Yeah, here's here's what he said. When I'm no longer rapping, I want to open up an ice cream parlor and call myself Snoop Dogg. And it's not Snoop Dogg. It is Snoop it Dogg. It is Snoop Dogg, really? That was a thing that Snoop Dogg said, apparently. No shit. Which is interesting. Yeah. Probably coming from Snoop Dogg, you would assume that he was so high mm-hmm. that by the time he was halfway through answering that question about ice cream parlors, <laughs> he had some other idea about what he was going to call himself. Right. He was like, I'm going to call myself Ice Cream Dog. <laughs> but he got like halfway through that sentence and was like, I'm Snoop Dogg. I'm still Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Well, I think that'll do it. Yes. Probably for this episode of the One Graham Army podcast. Thank you for coming again, sir. Oh, anytime. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. If you've enjoyed this, mm-hmm. um, you should probably look in the mirror more often and reflect on what you're doing with your life. Good night, everyone. Welcome. One Graham. One Graham. Welcome to the One Graham Army podcast. Welcome. One gram. Welcome. One one gram. Welcome. One gram. Welcome to the One Gram Army podcast.